So hey everybody, thanks for listening in. Oh, by the way, I'm glad you're about to begin on this here little thing with the bungalow and the bus. Oh my goodness, thank you Gus for an us you did in fact trust. Tonight, Jim Hobart of Macbeth Studios. By the way, it's about puppies, tacos, and everything that flows. Everything that's about downtown. You ready to get down? Let's get down to the get down of a good time all the way around. Let's find some common ground. Listen to this funky little sound. It's about to hit you most profound. And by the way, I'm about to expound that you need to be at Maxine's Unshine just like these people are too. Peace to you. And we look forward to uh, seeing you drink, eat, and think, and pontificate. Cheers. Bye. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And uh, Brendan, we have a special, special guest today. A specialist. Est. Jim Frickin' Hobart. Yo. Hello, What's Jim. Up, gentlemen. Hey, Jim. Nice to be a part of your team today. Yeah. Jim well, is the owner, founder, proprietor. Is that right? Yeah. Photographer. Of photographer of Macbeth Studio in downtown Orlando. Also Our favorite photographer, one of them, I'll say. And a mastermind behind uh, Local Love Orlando. Yeah. One of the masterminds, because also Miss Hillary, who's left town, and I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about her. We're talk- <laughs> so we, we should mention, Brendan, we are, we are downtown-ish Orlando. Colonial town. Yeah. yeah. We're at Maxine's on Shine. Uh-huh. A little loud in here, you, you can know, notice. People are eating things and drinking drink, drinking drinks. You already ate things. Eating eats. I had a bruschetta. I am drinking some liquor, uh-huh. which is a brand new thing for Maxine's. That's I didn't a, sneak this in. It's a thing you can do now. Yeah. Why? They, they passed the law. They got into that 70, is it 75 seats in you know under? About it, you know about it, Jim? I don't know. It had something to do with the uh, the minimum the minimum seat requirement. They dropped the minimum so that uh, small restaurants could now get liquor licenses yeah, at they, a much lower price. They, than they used to before. just have wine and beer here. Right. And they still do, but now they have liquor. And they were kind of part of that whole movement, right? Like they were yeah. like a pilot test. They were like pushing for it. Let's get Kurt some liquor and Maxine here. were instrumental in making that happen, along with uh, several city council members and. Uh, um, you know, uh, Thomas they Chapman got involved, and yeah, that'll be a did you know town in the future? Right. Do you, did you know who brought liquor who brought to downtown liquor? Orlando? Yeah. yeah, and so Kurt we should mention, Brendan. We didn't even say like we talk about all things Orlando here on Bungalow and the Bus. If you've been living under a rock and you don't know what Bungalow, what if you the bus just is, moved to I Orlando? What if you just moved to Orlando? And I say welcome. All right. <laughs> so here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things, mostly downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods. Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood, like College Park, Baldwin Park, Ivanhoe, Sodo, Mills Fifty, Colonial Town. <laughs> Name on Parent Thornton Park. Good one, Jim. College Park? College Park. I already said that. You did. Winter Get Park. Get all the places around. So I, I also want to mention if, if you missed any of our episodes, you can go to Apple uh, iTunes or Google Play. You can find them all there. Uh, please subscribe also. Subscribe to our podcast. Why haven't you? Yeah, you should by now. Clearly hate puppies. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of puppies. Oh, that's a good segue, yeah, Brendan. This came to me. Jesus, what, speaking what, through me. What has happened with puppies? <laughs> uh, the county hates them. <laughs> and so they don't want people to have their they're mulling over a potential ban on the sale the retail sale of cats and dogs in Orange County. Is it cats and dogs or just dogs? Cats and dogs. Okay. Does anybody mm. go anywhere to buy cats? It's usually a dog thing, right? 
I don't know. You just go get cat. Who you go get a cat. cat What's our producer say? People buy cats. People oh. buy cats. Apparently. People buy cats. But more producer people. Say. Producer, they can't hear you. They got. There are things <laughs> called cat shows. Okay. Specialty but, cat breeds. But most okay. people buy dogs, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> we can agree on that, right? But I think yeah, I normal think people get dogs. Yeah. So they're wanting yeah. to they're wanting to ban the sale of of like puppy shops. With the it's really for high volume like puppy mills is what they're calling yeah. them. high vo- high volume puppy sale things. When, from the data that I saw, they just had a workshop on Tuesday. This is Orange County. Orange County. City of Orlando already did this, right? They've been mulling it over. I didn't get a hand on what they were thinking. I just got my hands on the material that the okay. county had. And apparently, over 2 million puppies a year are bred for sale in the United in States. County. No, that's not right. In Orange County. 2 million? That's because more people have than like live here. 150,000 I don't believe that. Were License to be bred. I believe it. That's like there'd be puppies running all over the place. No, they all get put down. If they don't get sold, two million. They get put down I don't believe that. Kept in little crates. I think we need to check that number. Uh, Guys, I think it's it's not so much that the retail sale is banned; it's the source of the dog. If it's a rescue, they can sell. So it. wait, what's but coming if up? If it's a breeder, okay. Say you can't right. Breed so wait, what are they trying to outlaw? Breeders and brokers. They said. Yep. Yeah. So wait, are they the trying to? What about the shops, though? Like Those puppies, shops puppies, are puppies. Sourcing from breeders and brokers. Okay, so that's what they're trying to put the stop yes. on. All right. Those shops can can sell <laughs> dogs from. I'm glad we've confused. We've confused everybody rescues. more than they were than when they started this. Uh, why? Because <laughs> wait, what is it, what is going up? At, what is going uh, to the council? What's the Nothing's accurate? going up yet. Okay. Just, they've been authorized to have a task force to look into it and look at the numbers and see, is this something that we want to do? All right. It looks like they're kind of afraid to do it, which they should be because people are crazy when it comes to pets. And yeah. There's a lot of uh, opinions and feelings and like with uh, feral cats, you know. What happened in ever, my neighborhood? Nobody will ever, ever officially take a stance on looking after feral cats. And when I say looking after, I mean getting rid of, <laughs> euthanizing. We don't, or, they don't or do that on my block. actually doing like a tag and bag. That's you know, what like we do. They do tag and or fixing them. Trap and release. Trap and release. Nobody, that, there's no official program that does that. No. Like the county kind of does it, but you have to trap them yourself. That's crazy. But so like, it seems to me as if, wow, this wine's kicking in. <laughs> it seems to me, Jim. You have one sip. Brendan had one yes. sip of wine. <laughs> Wee! It seems to me like people are afraid to take a stance on pets. I'm, no. I'm excited to see that they're looking at a potential solution or trying to find a solution to the problem. That if you look at it's really like county-led shelters that handle the big brunt of uh, of animals that need to be adopted true there's also like the pet alliance and little dog rescue that try to help and keep those dogs off of death row and rehome them if it looks like they're going to be put down but man that's a lot of man hours it's a lot of money and if a lot of that pressure can be taken away by banning outright uh puppy mills why not yeah I, I honestly i think if if you could say you can't breed animals anymore for profit. Yeah. And the ones that are But there are good breeders. We we shouldn't we shouldn't lump everyone in. I mean, yeah, the whole idea of adopting dogs is great and, and a lot of people do and I think you should do it, but there are 
good breeders out there. Name them. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still breeding animals when there are tens of thousands that True. need to be adopted. So True. We've got, you know. I think, I, and I think some, depending on the, the ban and whatever registration they go for, I know there are some municipalities that do it for just like, you have to be a registered, yeah. proven to be okay vendor. Uh, there's accreditations that have, you have to go through in order to sell. Maybe they grandfather in the ones that are already there. So I don't know about the teeth. More bark than bite. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a puppy expert, so. No? No, I'm not. Adopt, right. don't shop. But what about the other? Isn't there another ordinance they're trying to do where you can bring dogs into restaurants and stuff? Did you read about that? Uh, so they're trying yes. to create an a, a ordinance across the county, the county where you can bring your dogs into restaurants. Because I don't think you can legally the, not right in now. in the county. You can in the, in the county. city. The yeah. state allowed uh, municipalities to come in, and, or not just jurisdictions, uh -huh. under the state, to come up with their own to come up with their own uh, policies concerning Yeah, because the example was at Yellow Dog Eats in Gotha. I don't think right. you're allowed to bring your dogs in there. Because it's in the county. Yeah, Gotha yeah. is not, I guess Gotha is not a municipal. No, it's probably, un, it's unincorporated. It's just okay. a section of Orange County. That's Windermere is a town. Gotha is not. So, yeah, so the county has to draft an ordinance that says that they're allowed to bring dogs in. And they're looking at that. They might change because that. Yellow Dog Eats was like, we're not really legal. We should fix this. Yeah, they can get chickens in there, apparently, but not <laughs> dogs. Yeah. To eat? No, chickens so wander can, all over there. I can bring there. my chicken. Have you, not been, have you, my you've been to Yellow Dog Eats, right? No. Never? I've been to the new Smyrna one. Okay. We should go to the one in Gotham. They got chickens all Does over. Does the chicken around. have to be on a leash? No. No, they just <laughs> run around. Free-range free chicken? Yeah. I love this. How yeah. about free-range dogs, no? No, no dogs. All just right, chickens. Fine. All right. Well, you've been following any other stuff happening this week? Nope. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, the biggest news for me is that, that there's a special cactus that's blooming right now. Yeah? I've been I seeing these it. all over. The Queen of the Night. Not just a Whitney Houston song. Also, <laughs> a cactus that blooms in trees. You can look it out. Look, you can see some of our beautiful pictures that we took at, at Orlando Bungalower on Instagram. Are these were in your yard? Somewhere, okay. there's also a map that you can find out if you put in Night Blooming Sirius, C-E-R-E-U-S. I'm really excited I can spell right now. <laughs> and uh, you can see this beautiful little map. Are they that doing like made. that night bike ride tour? Didn't they do that a few years ago? I had a friend of, of the mine cactuses? Yeah. Cacti? Yeah, a friend of mine did that where they went around at night with their bikes and looked at them all. I've never seen anything formal. I think it's yeah. just like friends like, hey, let's go get drunk and go look at cactus blooms. So how, are they all dead now they, or did they, are they still bloom? Well, generally, they each flower blooms for one night uh. and then it disappears in the morning. It like floops down and falls off. Like a sad date, Jim. <laughs> and, uh, so I have a question. Go for you. ahead. Does this cactus, is this ever a freestanding or can it only climb trees? Does this a There's different geni, geni, genuses. Spell that. Of it. Geniuses. Uh, <laughs> I want to say genie. Of it, of this specific cactus. The one that is most documented is one that just grows in trees. Cactus climbs trees. Yeah, and it's kind of like a vine, but it's a. Uh, it's an epiphyte, which means it's not really hurting the tree. It's just growing on it, but it will interlace its roots into it to hold on. So I'm like glad we've turned off. into a botany show. <laughs> Great. So I, was gonna, I was about to say add Bungalow in the roots. blooms over here. <laughs> You're right. Let's and keep going. <laughs> Once a year, one night, Boom. for whatever reason, global warming, Done. Trump, they, uh, they are, you know, it's 
interspersed throughout the week. Now, uh-huh. They used to generally happen within the f- same few days. Okay. And you'll see it over the same week, week and a half. And at Welton and Hardy in Audubon Park, the biggest tree is there. And when they bloom all together, it looks like a coral reef. Cool. And it's like beautiful little moths and bats so flitting around. Is it possible that's tonight? It was last night was a oh. really good one. Okay. I would give it another couple days to see like a really big bloom. Right. I think that's going to happen this weekend. Audubon Park. What streets? Welton and Hardy. Okay. And the woman that used to live in the house has since passed away. Ah. That whose tree this is on. So it's super sad because we don't know the, the ultimately we don't know the future of this tree and okay. that property because it's bank owned. Ah. It's most likely that it's all going to get leveled. Ah. And it's kind of a janky old tree. So. Ah. Yeah. All right, so go see it now. Go see it now while you can. We should rescue the cactus. I would think and just like bring it over to Lou Gardens. It's only a couple blocks away, right? Do Let's it. do it. Then we can have a night blooming we series. could do it at night. They just we'll won't see night. us do it. Hashtag do it at night. <laughs> uh, Tin and Taco is about to open their Soto location. All right. No. Where is, is it at? Like that Target where the more Target's tacos, at? Yes. Ah, I knew you were going to ask me. I didn't write it down. Oh, that's okay. That's it's, what Orlando um, needs is more tacos. <laughs> do you think I we're ta- at Peak Taco, Jim? Like is there such ago. a thing? Yeah, we've exceeded peak taco. I don't think there's ever. No, I think we could have. We need tacos every district. Isn't you that think what so? we were promised in this election? Yeah, t- no taco trucks on every corner. Oh, not taco. No, huts. not taco huts. Oh. Taco trucks. I want a brick and mortar. <laughs> you know? What about what about fuzzies? That opened as well. Fuzzy Taco just opened. Uh, you went uh, in. Thank you for that scoop, John. Yeah, no John problem. Thought it was a it was an eyes on the street situation. Yeah, nice. I took a photo and you went and yeah. checked it so, out. Hey, fatty, get off your butt. <laughs> Something open downtown. Go have go some look. Gu- put go some look. guacamole in that face. Hey, turn off your not. Turn off your Netflix. Your Netflix. <laughs> go and go and check it out. How was it? It was good. Yeah. Did yeah, you, yeah. Did I got they, it for me and my man Scotty. Oh, you brought some home? They have taco bowls, burrito bowls. All right. Yeah, it was good. I look good. I looked at their menu. Really this looks pretty like inside. Regular. Mexican food. Margaritas. Sometimes you cheap. don't want like the street Mexican taco. Sometimes you just want like a like a Tex Mex taco. You know right? I, I like a red light district taco. You know, like just Is that like like a hooker street, taco? Street taco. Oh, okay. Like two bucks. <laughs> yeah. No nothing crazy yeah, fancy. Some, Grease dripping down my face. I wanna eat it. <laughs> I got nothing out of it. Got nothing out of it. Jim has to run a business. <laughs> he has to have he has to be an upstanding citizen. Oh my, am I chopped liver taco? Uh, what are you talking about? Uh TEDx. You guys ever go to TEDx events? Yeah. I never been to one. Ever ever? Nope. I used to volunteer at the big TEDx event uh, in Winter Garden. Okay. Winter Garden yeah. Good story, Brady. You're welcome. <laughs> World. Because I love it uh, so much. My friend Brian Fallon runs that theater over there, and he's, oh. the, uh, he's the guy who brings the TEDx to the, the Winter Garden Theater. I love it. Yeah. Well, this is, they're having another one in July 18th okay. at the Orlando Science Center. Anybody I know? Yes. Okay. I get a list of them or you get a guess? Nope, because I didn't run it down. That's okay. you got to go to Orlando Bungalow or bungalow.com if you want to see who's talking. And it's just like a local TED Talk, right? Yeah, but it looked like it was pretty good. This one's Thomas all about Waterman using business for good. Thomas Water is Thomas he talking Waterman in it? Thomas Waterman is there. And, good. Uh, That's a handsome little Republican if I've I ever seen one. I think maybe Jenny Joy. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm not who is Jenny Joy? Who is that? Uh, Jenny Joy runs a uh, cleaning company in Baldwin Park. Red Ruby Cleaning, maybe? Yeah, that's and okay. And she, she like was also featured in the... 
I want to say the December 1st Pashaksha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went she on did. like a journey to yeah, Burning Man. And burning Man, burning it, burning down the house. You know what? Now that you just brought up Pachakacha, how much I, time do you have, John? We got, we got time. All right, let's delve into this. Yes. All right, I Go. saw it. I know One you're going to talk about it. One of our friends complained because Pachakacha was not able to be nominated for something in the Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando Awards. Okay. I was going to jump in on this fray because I think it I should. I what you have to say. I think it should because it's probably, I will say this. Because they oh. don't have a Best Speaker Series They do or category. don't? Do not. Oh, okay. What, what, right. I guess what category, category would it be in? Question, it would right? be what? a, what would you need to, to qualify Pachacacha to win an well, award? Where, where would it fit in the current? category speaker series but is there oh, so wait, the current one no, no there isn't a category okay is like there like best, best local editor. event or something I mean, you could, yeah you could. all right so maybe it doesn't fit in a good category but i will say this of pachakasha i've been in it so full disclosure there so has jim me too so has brendan all three of us uh-huh. it's one of the few events that's been going on for a, eight years that draws a crowd constantly i mean it there's does. i mean name another one that's been going on out. i mean there's a lot but but there's not a ton. i have feelings yeah, which you know I have. I know John. you do. I You're know. Backing me into a corner. But about how is this. it different than TEDx? Because it, the money from TEDx stays local. The money from Pachakacha goes back to the mothership Pachakacha ship in Japan. I don't think it all does. And I don't know where that money gets used for. Well, I don't know if they're like buying a special missile to bomb the moon. Like I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that's what's happening. I'm sure it's I going to like feed that's what's so, so my question is, if you're so concerned about that, just ask somebody. Have, Why nobody can tell me. Ask Eddie <laughs> Sullivan. Nobody knows. Where's the money going? Eddie, where's the Eddie money Sullivan, going? Eddie Sullivan, who runs the local Pachaka Chai, seems very nice. Where I've done it. I've been in a Pachaka Chai. I've done a speech. It was super fun. We've all done it. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I was so nervous. I'm sure most of it stays here because it costs money to do. I just don't know where the money's going, and I want to know where the money's going. Uh-huh. And I didn't mean to talk about this because now I sound like a shit. Can you please tell Brendan Boop. where the money goes? Because well, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a five hundred one c three because I've been I've shot video for Eddie and he's and he pays me out of he, he paid me out of that. You That's did? where yeah. the money goes. Yeah, goes John to John Buster. Goes to me. It all goes, goes to me. Because generally, it's volunteers that work for him. Right. I didn't help, get paid like, anything. Did you get paid anything for being in it? No. No, I didn't so get paid to be in it. I got paid to shoot it. Dollars a ticket to go hear this. And there's like how many speakers a night? Nine. That's you know like, I just. What do you think it costs? What do you think it costs to rent the Dr. Phillips Center? <laughs> That's what everybody's crutches. And <laughs> no, I but what do you think it costs? No, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody can tell me how much he's getting it for because I know he's also getting a nonprofit rate, I, which isn't oh, man, that I'm low digging, though. I'm just digging You're a digging hole. Digging a hole. Right. People, I'm going to get so many emails because of this. You're going to get one from Eddie. I'm Tries to put on a community right event. <laughs> And Brendan just craps <laughs> on it all the, the world time. A better place. I also, you know what? I'm in it. I've already dug a hole. I also don't like that it gets pitchy. I don't like when there's <laughs> business pitches in Pachacacha. I don't want to hear about your business. Okay. I want to hear about some just cool thing. I'll you've give done. you that. I'll give you that one. And that happens a lot. I, I, part of it could just be, you know, that's what people know and they talk about. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, right. I'll, I'll give you that. Push it. Push it a little bit. Uh huh. And that's easier said than done when you're not the organizer. When you're the guy yeah. in the audience saying this is how also, it should be done. Also, getting to back to easier said than done, <laughs> I feel like people are really harsh with the Orlando Weekly Best of Award. Categories. I think people put way too much sort of clout to it. Yes, because yeah. if they're not, if you're not able to participate, people feel very slighted. Yeah, like personally affronted uh-huh. that they can't like Floyd's Barbershop, right? Are they? They just wrote it's this huge thing right now, on at least on social media. 
because they can't participate in best salon because now it's best local salon. And since they're a chain, although our franchise, yeah, they just can't be nominated. I mean, I mean, they have position. two or three. I don't know. Uh-huh. More, it's a chain. I, all I know is that it's a chain, and they're very upset because they can't participate. Okay, they feel like it's a, it's on purpose. Oh, and I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it either. I, mean, I think you, you have to limit the number of categories, right? You yeah. can't have ten thousand. I've done it. I worked for the weekly before, right? And they oh, have it's to a pain. hand. They have to sift through oh, it's all a pain. the votes because nobody calls, like Maxine's on Shine. Nobody's gonna call it. Not everybody's gonna call it Maxine's on Shine. No. They're gonna be like Maxine's or Mixies, Maxies. Like, and then you have to go through and decide. Does this, what they're trying is this to yeah. vote for that? Exactly. It's a it pain. Right. Yeah, there's Best no computer program that can do that. Absolutely. It is a slog. And so I just know how much work goes into it. And there's only six people at the Orlando Weekly editorial. Yeah. Uh, what am I trying to say? In the editorial yeah, the staff. staff. And uh, I just cut them a break, man. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Plus, they never give you best anything. I never win best <laughs> So if anybody has anything to complain about, it's me. I will never win best website. They always win best website. Which we've talked to that. I don't think that's right. <laughs> that you should be able to win your own award. No, you shouldn't yeah. be able to. That's you know, gar- to no, that is. If but that's that is, what people are legitimately voting for all day. I don't think so. Oh, I'm sorry. But I don't think so. Because people think that they're like pulling strings. But I no, really don't think I did, that's garbage. Like if you're going to host an award, you can't win your own award. It just makes it that much sweeter that when one day Bungalower wins best website, I'll know. I'll know that we earned it. Uh, All right. And I'll know. Tough Orlando. Weekly. I still think it's garbage. <laughs> For that category. I don't no, think you should win your own awards. First, John Bustaker thinks Orlando Weekly <laughs> no, is garbage. No, I don't think you should win your own he awards. uses it for his caddy litter box. Caddy no, litter? They used to have best photographer category, and they don't have oh. any. Because so we take I them off when people don't. Right? They, we. Why am I saying we? we I don't work you, there anymore. You feel like you're still a part of it, don't you? It's a little too to close Calm to down, it. Brandon. A little too close yeah. to it, I think. Maybe. Too close. Anyway. That's what yes. I. You don't have anything yes, else to say about it. I'm done. So how did many vote, how many people are going to be show up for Bungalore for best of website? Of course. All right. I would. You can stay, John. And I, <laughs> and I voted for Maxine's for best brunch. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, have you ever had brunch here? I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I love this place. What is? What do they have for brunch? Oh my God! They've got they've got the mimosas. They now have the Bloody Marys with vodka. Because with vodka, no longer the. It was wine before, right? They made a wine based vodka. Yeah, it was weird, but now they've got actual alcohol here. I'll take it. One minute. What else we got, John? I don't know. You got the list. I don't know. Let's come back after the break. You're just going to get in trouble by everybody. I don't know. Every You're going to get hate mail from the weekly, from, from Pachaka Shah, from puppy people. Talking. Puppy people. You're the one that said you hated puppies. No, I like puppies. And cats. You said No, I like cats. cats I just John said <laughs> I feel like more puppies are bought than cats are. That's probably a fact. Because everybody hates cats. I no, because you said. can just find a cat on the street. I have 12 cats outside my house, and if anybody wants them, they can have they can I just think take that's one. what Trump was talking about. Too many oh, cats? Yeah, you just find a cat on the street. <laughs> take it home. I think that's what he meant. I think you should do a poll on uh, on on Bungalower. How many people own a, an adopted pet, and how many how many people own a pet from, oh, I like uh, that. from an Let's actual breeder? Let's do a quick survey a at the table. Do you want a... A breeder. You have a breeder we, puppy? We have an adopted pet. Excellent. We actually we have four adopted pets, one dog, three cats. I didn't know you had kitties. Yeah, we have three adopted cats from the uh, SPCA, uh, from the Pet Alliance now. I love that. Congratulations. Yep. What about you? 
I have a I have an adopted doggy. You have a little dog, right? He's crazy. A little dog. And he hates John. John, yeah, he how does. many dogs do you have? <laughs> I have two. You have two adopted dogs? One is adopted. The other one was a release dog from a service dog organization. Oh, really? That's that sounds adopted like too. Called Canine Companions that for Independence. That sounds adopted to me. And those dogs are bred. Oh. Yeah, but you didn't buy it from the breeder. No. Well, we did have to pay for it, though. Secondhand. We donated. We had to donate to CCI. So right. <laughs> don't, don't this is riveting. Let's come back. All right, right. We'll come back. <laughs> Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Hey, bus. You just get sexier and sexier every time you say that, Brendan. How you doing, bud? (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) You have one half glass of wine, and and you're all drunk and tipsy. Glazy eyes. Yeah. And I'm also here with my other crush, Jim Hobart from Macbeth Studio. Hello, Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? Nice to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Pleasure to be a part of this. Jim, I'm really excited because you just launched another amazing project. Other things that you've brought to Orlando include Local Love, Local Love Orlando, Yep. which is beautiful photos of people in front of hand-painted backdrops, raising money for locals. That is a perfect summary. Right? It was like an event series. Now you've also launched that as a nonprofit. Yep. And now you've brought another idea baby to the fore, right? This is an idea, baby. Yep. What's it called? Legacy Life Project. So yeah, they uh, the legacy. Wait, is life it Legacy Life Project or Life Legacy Project? It's the Legacy Life Project. Awesome. Dot com. John, <laughs> keep your mouth shut. All right. Oh my God. John, jump in anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you're guys. You're pretty, John. Thank you. <laughs> He's a very good. Li- He's drinking bourbon, I think. So oh. don't scotch oh, tonight. Sorry, scotch. Got, got headphones on, like He's a little DJ. Yep. Oh, we should say we are at Maxine's on Shine tonight, where yeah, I'm drinking liquor because they have and, liquor now. And John drinking scotch at Maxine's on Shine is a very new occurrence. Because you yeah. can do that. Because you can do that now. Yeah. Well, prohibition done, Kurt, over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Legacy Life Project. Tell us about it, Jim. So, Thank you, guys. Uh, Legacy Life Project is a passion project for um, Macbeth Studio. Uh, in a nutshell, we are capturing the life stories of ordinary folks. We are a um, video and pr- photography studio here in downtown Orlando. And uh, recently, my dad passed away. And he passed away without me being able to capture his story on video. And Although I'd captured the, the stories of some of my other relatives, I missed my chance with dad. And I said to myself, why did I procrastinate? And the nutshell and the bottom line and the realization was, it's very hard to capture your own family members, especially the very close family members, on video because of all the emotional barriers and the, and the, the baggage between the two of you. And so it occurred to me that there's a need for a service, for someone to come into your grandparents or parents home and record their story it doesn't need to be really long we're not talking about hours and hours and hours and we thought we can do this we have the technology we have the empathetic interviewers we have the video and we have the photography why don't we offer this service and so that's what we've done and today would have been my dad's 79th birthday Ah. and so we thought it would be a good day to launch it that's great that we get to record with you on that day too it's so good i've seen three uh, pilot projects that you've done, pilot project interviews, yep. one with your mother, 
Not right? my mom. Oh, who was the woman <laughs> with pouring tea? She had an accent. I, I just assumed she's she was a lovely your lady, and she's from the UK. Oh. She's not my mom, but I will do one with my mom. Okay, Jan, if you're listening, <laughs> one's Jan. coming she is. You. She's listening. My mom, Jan, is a lovely lady. But uh, that was uh, Marge Bates, and she was um, the mother of a friend of ours who okay. said, "You know, please come talk to my mom." And then there's the couple, the Peaches. Bill and Laverne oh Peach. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that one. I saw the one, the couple. first one. Bill woman. and Laverne, you've got to watch that. Holding hands oh. on, the, on their couch. We just we put a photo up on uh, Instagram. Sorry, you can see it today, too. Thank Beautiful. you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Bill, Bill Peach is a uh, Bill Peach. decorated <laughs> serviceman. He was, he was in the Pacific. He worked on a ship that delivered thousands of servicemen to Iwo Jima. Of course Jima. he was. And now he's a little old guy with a with with thirty or forty descendants here in Central Florida. He's he's a wonderful man. And then, and the he got some really beautiful, like little intimate moments. I just love it. So it's like the, at the, the end product is like a sixty minute mini documentary. Yep. Of your loved ones that anybody can get. Yeah, and we're offering thirty minute, sixty minute, um, and and the the. the Basically, it's it's don't wait. The message we have is don't wait yeah. to capture it because yeah. I, all day today. As a man who wrote hundreds, not hundreds, dozens of obituaries, it's it's good not to wait, right? right. Yeah, because a lot of times you don't know what Who'd you write them for. The Orlando Sentinel. Take a drink. <laughs> so yeah, I was the obituary writer for about two years or so, and you know you get to hear lots of good stories, but a lot of times what would happen, Jim, is that like. Uh, children and especially grandchildren, they didn't know anything about their loved one. Like they knew like the basic stuff. I don't understand. But, no, but if that. you if, but if you said where did your parents meet, Brendan? My, I know exactly where my parents okay. met. My dad was running a gas station on the north shore of Lake Superior, and okay. my mother was skipping out from Michigan State. With her best friend, they went hiking and they borrowed a map from my dad. All right, and you she brought it back. So how did your how did your dad propose to your mom? Uh, they were pen pals. She went back to Michigan and they became pen pals. Well, darn it, Brandon, you're everybody. ruining my, my, my analogy. That's why no, I don't John, understand. But a lot of times, most people don't know these I things. I don't understand that. I want to know everything about everyone. Yeah. You know? John, you're absolutely right. A lot of people don't know it. And and today... That was a bad example, Jim. But I'm specifics sorry. are hard, too. Like if, I don't know if your dad fought in any wars or anything. No. But if you said, what was your dad's rank? Like you probably oh, might, know, sure. but those are the types of things that you right. just might not know. Oh, well, I love and, it. It's totally needed. And, and I feel like the the thing that people keep saying today on Facebook is, I wish I had this done for my grandparent, parent, whatever it is. And so our message to people is, if you don't hire us to do it, that's fine. But do it. Yeah. Just do it. Grab your iPhone and record it because you don't know how long you've got. You know, it's sudden sometimes and. The moment is gone, and by the time you realize you need this service, it's all—it's too late. So yeah, you've got like anyway. a great gifting uh, part of this initiative, right? Like every ten that you do, you're going to record an interview with yeah. a, a service member. That's our—that's our, that's our veteran. goal. So for every ten paid uh, biographies that we make, we want to give one to a service member, a service member, or a veteran, or someone who we feel is in need of this. And more importantly, the country's in need of it. Let's capture their story before they're gone. Yeah. I mean, we're running out of World War II veterans right. very fast. And then you'll donate that. And we'll give them to the Library of Congress. Right. And they can be used for future re- research and documentaries down the road. So That's great. So now I just want to get you a grant so you can just start doing those, like, immediately. I'd love to be doing those all the time. All right. Yeah, this is our, this is a passion. Done. Mission Thank accepted. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Ready to go.
Well, thanks, thanks, Jim. Enough about you. Thank you. And your heartless wife. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a, a more perfect man you will not find. Maybe you, John. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll fight it out to see who's more perfect. There's three fairly perfect men right here. Uh, around Jim. the corner? Where are they at? <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> buy me a drink. <laughs> so what else we got going on in Orlando? Uh, this is a downer. Oh, no. Uh, it's the almost the two-year anniversary. I don't want to say anniversary. Two. It's been two years almost since... Uh, the shooting yeah. at a nightclub. Yeah. And I don't want to say the word because I feel like we're... I think you could say that. I don't like it. I don't like saying it. I feel like we're like contributing to a... I don't think so. When you say Pulse, I don't think Ugh, so. I don't like it. Like Voldemort. Uh, but they... 35 survivors have gotten together and they're suing... I saw this. The OPD and the city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're suing the... As of today. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it was Thursday. They're suing, saying that they didn't do their job, basically. They didn't go in to to save the people. What was it? They, they, They... Something about their civil rights, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a civil suit. Yeah, yeah. So it was... Basically, it was the the police didn't do their job to go in to rescue the people. This is what the lawsuit says. I'm yeah, not saying something this. about the off-duty police officer Adam Grueler is his name entering the uh-huh. building. Yeah, yeah, and he's named in the lawsuit, right? Yeah, he's named and he actually a- has fun fact. He actually has like eight eight kids, and he adopted. He has six, and he adopted three more. Because a brother and sister needed like a mom, and then they mom and dad, oh and then they adopted like the other brother too. Anyway, that's just a side note. <laughs> so they are upset because he hesitated and did not enter the he club. He fired. They said so in the story in today's Orlando Sentinel on Thursdays. He he fired at at the shooter yeah. like five or six times, but the shooter got off like fifty rounds in in yeah. you know such a short amount of time. He was, I mean I think Swatched he was just outgunned yeah, when it came know. to that, but. I'm not you know, going to pretend to know what happened, but I know that they're they're saying they didn't do it right. Anybody can file a lawsuit. And they're exactly. not naming Poma or no. the owner. No, the, it's the, I think it's the police. Yeah, yeah, it's the police. Yeah, just the police and the city. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, anybody can fly, file a lawsuit. So we'll see where this one goes. Uh, a little segue is the History Center has a Pulse exhibit. Yep. It's free this weekend, isn't it? The 10th through... Yeah, the 12th right. probably, right? I feel like it's a f- it might almost be a week, but you can get it for free. You can check that out on bugler.com. Yeah. Uh, we wrote about it, and you can go see this exhibit of some of the items that were left behind by uh-huh. people, by mourners and family members and survivors that were left there. And it's actually a really beautiful exhibit. We did a little walkthrough. I haven't seen it yet, but I'd like to see it. Yeah, I liked it. And there's, a, there's an event on Tuesday at Pulse, too. Yes. There's, some, there's a private one for family and then there's a more public one later that night for other folks and the new temporary memorial garden that just opened up yes right, to the public all right man uh there's a new let's let's not i don't want to talk about that anymore we're doing right. a, and a new italian restaurant is opening up Ooh. in the former spice modern steakhouse space oh. Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. did I go there with you once? Uh, you might have. Once I don't know. Yeah. Just you two? Was it a date? Yeah. yeah I don't maybe. Know. Maybe the a gentleman. Sorry, Beth. I'm sorry, Beth. <laughs> Jim's, Jim's wife is sitting yeah, right here. So I apologize. She can't do everything, John. Yeah, you can do the things she can. <laughs> Tell us about this uh, about this Italian restaurant. I'm it's called Tre Bambini, and really? super Italian. Three babies. 
Uh, it's named after three her three. The owner has three daughters, and so she's Bambini. named her three daughters. Oh, Bambino. Three babies. Yeah, I like three it. Three baby girls. Yeah, three baby girls. All right. And it's like northern Italian cuisine. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that's wow. It's, so that's all we know. That's crazy. I have some of the plans. I shared some of the plans so you can see the layout. It looks like a lot more seating inside. Well, I than will there was say before. that the the spice patio overlooking the lake was one of a gangbusters. Beth, Beth yeah, my favorite place to go on a Sunday afternoon with the dog because it's outdoors, so you can have the dog with you. Yeah. You can watch the fountain. You can watch the sun go down. If the rain's pouring down, you've got that shelter over top. I'd like it a was a lower place. place patio. It is you a know, little busy. Outside of like House of Blues, like there's yep. only three patios that infringe onto the yep. the park, right? Right. You've got uh, World of Beer. Grill, World of Beer, and, and tr- now Trey Bambini. Trey yeah. Bambini. That's probably the only hey, Beth, like, Italian place downtown now, right? Like, yeah. yeah so. There's really no, I mean, besides it's pizza. All, everything else is in College Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> so many in College Park. That's right. We got a few Italian places over there. Um... We just got the top 10 most ordered foods on Bite Squad. Did you guys see that? I did not. And I'm interested. I don't know why Bite Squad. But I don't What's know why Bite even, Squad? It's like another, it's one of our million it's like uh, an Uber delivery Eats thing? services. Oh, yeah, okay. it's just like Uber just Eats. Just different. Except they don't support the presidency. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm getting nasty today. You are. Uh, you have half a half a drink and yeah. you get mean. You have two Moscatos with me and I'll get crazy. So they, I want to see if you can guess what the number one most ordered delivery tacos. item is. Is it tacos? Chicken. Chicken. From Theo's Kitchen. Number two is the vegan dog from Dog House in College Park. Wow. Number three, Greek salad from Mediterranean Blue. Ooh. Which is actually in this twice. The single burger from Beth's Burger Bar is number four. Who gets one burger? <laughs> no, no. It's, they, they make a single burger or a double burger. Oh, so okay. It's a, it's a single. And I <laughs> have... Probably got like six can I give a shout out to Beth's Burgers? Yeah. Because they are fantastic. I like they're, them. They're on the same block as our, our studio. So I can walk there, get a burger, walk back to my office in like They're two yes. and a half minutes. Yeah, the fries yep. are good too. Yeah, oh, and they're tots. I don't like myself do there anymore. No? Tots. Is that so your favorite burger tots. in Orlando? Uh, I think Hideaway's pretty good. Yeah, Hideaway's pretty. I so I had yeah, a Hideaway burger the other day, and I I still think Tap Room is number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're fancy good. Now. No, it's good. That's it's what like happened. the same. Oh, they're like hanging out Hideaway. with Andre Bailey. No, uh-huh. no. <laughs> hanging out at the Citrus Club. No, eating burgers at no. Dub's Dread. Not at all. <laughs> Wall burgers, right? Wall burger. He can't eat. Johnny's Filling Station has a good burger too. Uh, all right, that's a good point. You're just saying that because you're on the spot and you <laughs> don't want people to know how fancy you are now. Um, number six is the pulled pork sandwich from Four Rivers Smokehouse. Where's they have beer? I'm surprised. Well, they don't. They're religion. a little religious. Yeah. <laughs> Grilled wings from Gators Dockside. Is number seven. Number eight is Young Chow Fried Rice from Tasty Walk. Number nine is Tacos from Chewy's. And Turkey Breasts and Provolone. Uh, Provolone Sub from Jersey Mike's comes in at 10. I would love to see... I would love to see what um, the uh, like Uber Eats, what their top 10 is. I what don't do you know. Think? I, don't, I don't think I've ever got Uber Eats. Ever, ever? No. I know you like keep them in business. <laughs> I haven't lately because there's something up with the program and I can't order anything from them. Oh, really? I don't know what's happening. Just call me. You know what? I've noticed it's a little glitchy, too. Uber right? Eats is weird. We tried it at the office and it got a little... Yeah. Things, weird things happened. Yeah. It just kept spiraling. Why don't you guys just call me? 
to I'll do bring what? your food. John, no, I'll bring your food. John, You're not gonna bring John me food. Why not? Food delivery. What do you? What does Uber Eats charge you? At a premium. <laughs> what are they charging? Five bucks. They hey, John, they charge. Uh, yeah, I'll go pick it up for five dollars. Come. Why not? My office. Heard here. John will bring you food for five dollars. Bustegger eats. That's what I call it. Bustegger eats. But he takes a bite out of it. That's part of the deal. Thinks you ordered. It's part of the deal. All right, man. Bus. Did you go to Florida Prize? Bus. No. No. Florida Prize? No, we Florida were at Prize? Beth's birthday party that night. I did both. Yeah. I'm a multitasker. Good for you. Except I, I showed watched, up really late for I Beth's party. I watched all my lesbian friends at Girls in Wonderland doing amazing things on the Instagrams, but I didn't actually go. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> what are you saying right now, I did not Jim? go in person, but oh, okay. I, I saw some amazing <laughs> Instagram things. I don't think we were invited, Jim and I. Dancers. Oh. No. It we, don't get the, we don't get the invites. Fantastic. Uh, so invited. this blockbuster exhibit that they have every year. Ten Florida kind of based artists. <laughs> Some of them are. They all have a Florida connection. Yeah, they've Florida seen it on a map. Connection. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know where like Florida's at. New York and You're in. Uh, come here and they compete for a prize package. I, I want to say $20,000. Something like that. Which has now been endowed. So they don't have to raise the money every year. I love that. And they announced the winner, and it was for an installation that was all about white privilege from really? Kenya Robinson. And Robinson's in brackets, and I don't know why. <laughs> Everyone writes Kenya Robinson in brackets, but nobody will explain Robinson what that's in about. Brackets. Is, that, yeah. is that like the artist's name? And, yeah. And where is this installation, and how do we see it? Uh, Orlando Museum of Art. It's up yeah. through the end of the summer, I think. And I actually think it's one of the best exhibits they've done in a long time. Is that the one you voted really? for? No. I All voted right. for the person who got People's Choice. Oh, okay. And Which he is? was this queer artist out of Miami who happens to be the brother-in-law of George uh, Costanza. <laughs> from Wesh, uh, the anchor. Oh, Estevez. Estevez. George Estevez. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. I love that. Little connections. And really? he did this table. It was this huge party table, and everything had been painted pink. So it was like a giant pelican. And it was supposed to be loved like the day after this just raucous party. So it was it like melons with forks in them. Was it like a Pepto Bismol thing? Like very yeah. Pepto Bismol pink. Uh-huh. Which is I love. Uh-huh. I just thought it was super powerful. The whole exhibit's fantastic. There was a woman that did like a temple where she changed this whole room into like a temple. You walk into it and you feel like you're in somewhere very special. Uh, somebody made lamps out of like recycled pieces of plastic, including like the grid work uh, things from the side of a shopping cart. And it's like these beautiful, really just high end mid century modern lamps. This is boring. Go to the art museum. That, you're just is saying it, go to the art museum. Go to the art museum. Is it possible to still see all of these things? Yes. Yeah, all, all there till the end of the summer. And it's like Excellent. 10 bucks to get in. Like okay, got to go see it. And they have our zines Orlando in the shop, so like, get in there. Get a zine. Yeah, man. Uh, the Science Center opened a maker space. Yeah, they did. Called the, the, what's it called? The Hive. The Hive. Which you would think would be trademarked by those eco nerds <laughs> that meet at Audubon Park, right? Hey, you're going to get Clayton, everybody after you. Clayton, check this out. There's, I am an there's another yeah. Hive. <laughs> we could probably beat them all up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. They all like ride bikes and gargle. I know. We'll get in our car something. and just run over them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Ricardo, watch out, buddy. Yeah. I love that your, your way of getting rid you. of them is not carbon neutral. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening this weekend? Hurts my heart. This is what we got. Um, um, there is a nighttime hot air balloon thing happening at the villages. That sounds dangerous. 
20 bucks all weekend, 8th to the 10th. I know it's like downtown. To ride in a hot it's air like to park your car. To watch them? And watch. That sounds boring. And they light up. They're like giant lanterns. <laughs> in the villages? What are, you, what are you telling villages stories for? Because it's romantic. <laughs> you can hang out with a bunch of old people. You think you'll move there one day? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like live on an island and grow papayas. All right. That's my future. All right. <laughs> Naked. What else? Um, there's a Kurosawa movie, Ron, Ran. Yeah, Ran. At uh, the Enzian, Saturday matinee, 11 a.m. It's probably four hours long, too. I think it's like three. Yeah, it's probably long. Yeah. It's like uh, it's a love story uh-huh. right? and a tragedy. Japanese. Probably With in the samurai. 50s. Black and white. Yeah. So eat a brownie first before you go to that one. John just dismisses it. Black no, no, Japanese it'll probably be good. I'm just saying it's probably a long movie. John's so. notorious racist. <laughs> <laughs> There's Orlando pop-up at the Nook. That's the donut people. And the Nook is that really cute uh, bar in the Milk District with a little library in it. They have toast, artisan toasts. Do you borrow those books or you just buy them? Artisanal toast? Yeah, you just read them. Oh. Books. Yeah, and books. From five to eight. Go get some donuts. Um, fancy empanada brunch at Red Light Red Light from noon to three p.m. I think that's Sunday. Fancy empanadas plus beer plus. Oh wait, that's I'm the in. wine. You going? Yeah, if there's go. beer, yeah. And then on the twelfth is the Pulse Annual Remembrance. Yep, that's all I have to talk about. That's all we got. That's all we have time for. Good, I'm exhausted. Can I say one thing? Yes. Maxine's on Shine has alcohol now. <laughs> Mic so drop. That's, that's <laughs> all I have to say. Thanks for joining us, Jim. It was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Holla. Go to Macbeth. Is it MacbethStudio.com or just Macbeth.com? MacbethStudio.com. There you go. And to see the new thing, it's LegacyLifeProject.com. Thank you. And uh, shout out to your lovely wife, who's one of the best realtors in Florida. Shout out to my lovely wife, too. Yeah. For just being the best in Florida. Best producer ever. Right. Clutching her pearls. And thanks, Thank uh, thanks to Maxine's on Shine for having us. Loved it. Well, it's great <laughs> to have you all here. Speaking of, are we off the podcast? Are we done? No, we're, we're, we're almost okay. done. You got time to say one thing. One thing. I got one thing. You know what? Sexy, comfortable, delicious. That's what they say about Brendan. That's all we do. That's it. All right, we'll talk another time. Yeah, <laughs> bye. Ow. That was Kurt of Maxine's on Shine. We will see you guys next week. <laughs>